Ladies and gentlemen, you are in the club powered by Club Colors. I'm thrilled to come at you today with a little bit of advice. We've been talking to a lot of guests. I like to do these solos because I want to talk to you about Club Colors. At the end of the day, that is the brand that I represent. And uh, very prideful about this brand and the things that we do for other organizations. What's really cool is we get a chance to kind of be the Wizard of Oz. We are behind the curtain working on behalf of other brands to help their brand to thrive and to create awareness and demand gen and and uh, ultimately to build culture, right? Internal and uh, to build an external community of followers that ultimately become advocates and eventually, hopefully, they become clients. So I want to talk to you a little bit about the promotional product of brand or apparel space. I understand that for some of you, you're going to think to yourself, why is this compelling? Why should I listen? Well, I'm going to give you some insight as to what some of the best of the best of the best organizations are doing out there for their internal, external, and to drive or fuel personal brands. And I'm not talking about content creation today. I'm talking about the core of what Club Colors does for our clients. Club Colors started as a decorator distributor of promotional products, branded apparel, and we've progressed into a multitude of other avenues in that holistic approach to driving brands, marketing collateral, and supporting uh, promotional initiatives. But this is about the four keys to drive your brand. And these are some easy things that can be done. They seem daunting, but if you get with the right organization, we hope that's Club Colors, it can be very easy because the idea is not for you to do it. It's to find a partner that you can collaborate with that you can offload these things to where you simply are playing project manager and saying, this is what I want. This is how I would like it to play out. This is the outcome I desire. And they have the capability of taking it from point A to point Z. Club Colors has the ability to do that. Whether you're working with Club Colors or another or another provider, uh, I understand that. But hey, look, if you want an opportunity with Club Colors, great, let's talk about it. But you could also take this information and push your marketing people, push your PR people, push your communications people, your HR people to do this with your current provider. And if they can't do it, then you definitely should look at us. So what's number one? Number one is pretty cool. And if you work for an organization that has this and it's done right, it's really super efficient and it's fantastic. It's provide your team an elite online brand store, an elite online brand store. So think about it this way. When you go through that Amazon experience, how easy is that? It's that retail experience. It's super easy for you to go online, uh, shop, look at thumbnails, identify product that really works for you that you need or want, check pricing, look at multiple options, see what other people are buying, see what else might be recommended for you, make that purchase, put your credit card information in there, and man, it's what delivered in a day, two days. I mean, it's it's rapid. That can be done for your brand. It can be done internally. So work with an organization like a Club Colors that can curate product that will compel your internal staff to rock your brand logo, not only internally at work or on Zoom calls, but also externally. If you provide them with premium product and you can do that in the way of curating product that is consistent with your brand, if you are really progressive, if you're conservative, whatever it might be as a brand, you can identify product that goes up on the online store, is curated, that meets all the demographics of your organization. And the key is to provide product that's consistent 
with the demographics of your organization so that people will rock your logo outside of the four walls of your building. Ah, yes. This is John Morris, host of In the Club, powered by Club Colors. I am so excited today to talk to you about our sponsor for this episode, SalesCast. SalesCast is the operating system for the B2B podcasting community of sales, marketing, and revenue professionals. They have an inclusive online community, courses, tutorials, events, guest matching, and even world-class managed production services. Their mission is to connect 100 million sellers to the power of story. Thanks again, SalesCast. Enjoy the show. It's really cool for them to wear a logo left chest embroidered at a boardroom uh, meeting. However, the 10 people sitting at the boardroom already know what logo that is and what company they represent. What's really, really cool is when they go out with their family on a Friday night for a little dinner and they're still wearing that logo with pride because it's not the logo. It's the product that they feel great about. Or they're taking that tumbler to the Little League baseball game and they're rocking that tumbler because it's actually a really nice tumbler that keeps it hot or keeps it cold. Moreover, it's got an aesthetically pleasing feel to it. That is what you want to look for. You don't need to be everything to everybody. What you need to do is make sure that you curate and source product that's consistent with the demographics of your personnel so they are compelled to wear it outside of the four walls of your building. You could do that with a fantastic online store. And uh, that might start with like a brand review to understand, you know, uh, or maybe even question uh, through your marketing department, what types of products your staff, your people would like. You can show them multiple options, do a little jot form, send out a survey. Say if you had to take your pick between these three uh, T-shirts, which one would you pick? Look at the percentages and decide that that's what you want to go with as it relates to curation. Um, it's really, really fantastic. Make the, the store aesthetically pleasing, though. It's got to be on brand. It's got to be consistent with your brand vision. It's got to be consistent with your purpose. It's got to look, feel like retail. It's got to look and feel like, man, you know the difference between going to uh, you know your everyday store versus going to a Tiffany's or, or let's say um, you know going to your uh, major manufacturer U.S. made car dealership versus going to a premium Mercedes or Ferrari dealership. Just that aesthetically uh, pleasing feeling that you get when you walk into those buildings. It changes the whole game. So you want your brand store. Uh, to be aesthetically pleasing and have technology that provides ease of use. We've seen several, several platforms and several online stores prior to working with Club Colors where, you know, we, we look at it and we go, well, no wonder your employees have not been using this. No wonder you felt like you were doing a great thing and provided this to your, your staff and they're not compelled to go on and shop. It's not only the product. It's not an easy experience. It's not visually captivating. It doesn't keep them scrolling through and looking. Moreover, most organizations have the online store, but they just do it for an event like a trade show. It should be a reward or incentive. So rather than everything being bonus-based or giving a fuel card out, those things are cool, right? We all want money, and God knows fuel prices are extremely high right now. But what we could do is we could look at our branded apparel and our promotional products as being premium enough 
And again, if you're curating the right product, people will want to use it where it can act as a reward or an incentive for your team's performance. So sometimes you can run an incentive, sales managers, directors of sales, marketing teams, um, HR teams, recruiting teams, whatever it might be. You guys all have budgets. You all have numbers that you have to meet. You ha all have um, uh, standards of performance. And there's also rising above those standards of performance. So for those that meet or exceed standards of performance, you don't always have to give them a bonus check. Give them a credit to the company online store. Two things happen. Number one, they feel great because they're rewarded with something. Uh, and, and everybody likes an incentive. But what's the dual impact? The dual impact is they're going to go on your online store, purchase something with your logo on it, and become a walking billboard for your organization. So out of that might create demand gen. Out of that might create awareness. It'll create attention. It creates brand pride. It creates camaraderie. It creates that ooh, ah moments where people go, where'd you get that quarter zip? That looks amazing. Well, I want it because I hit my sales number. So I got to go on the online store, which now influences the underperformers to go, man, I want that. How do I get that? Well, you got to perform, baby. You got to perform. That's what you got to do. So if you have an online store, you can now easily and effectively, instead of you marketing managers having to go and make orders and source products and go online and shop for yourself and then bring it in and distribute it, man, you just throw the product up on there, give them a credit. And if the store's built properly, they don't have to just use a credit card. It could be uh, a manager approved number or code that they put in. And when they put in the code, it zeroes out and it's already approved by management because whatever's curated is going to meet brand guidelines. It's going to meet PMS colors. It's going to meet all of the standards for the brand. So you know that the, those employees can't go purchase something that is going to be off brand. You're creating it. It's your store. So it's got to be managed and policed in that manner. We can do that as well. And the last thing is encourage those to wear or utilize your logoed items that you provided through your online store on social create hashtags create a little incentive where when they go on the online store and they get on that virtual call or they decide to fuel their personal brand and create content on social media that they're wearing it that they're rocking it out a couple things number one that's going to create attention brand awareness it might create a little bit of envy right man like where did you get that so it's going to be captivating and compelling and visually pleasing to those watching that content but on top of that, what it's going to do is it's going to drive the uh, internal brand champion type of uh, atmosphere that you want at the organization. Look, the company spends a lot of money on branding and marketing, right? You got only so many dollars you can spend to push the message out, to create demand, to create lead generation. If you can utilize an online store that has beautiful promotional products on there with your logo that your employees are proud to wear, proud to use inside the four walls and outside the four walls, but even more so to show off on social media. Even if they're not talking about it, it's visible. It can be seen. Now you've got brand champions. They're showing their thought leadership. They're inspiring. They're talking about your services, but they're also showing that logo. And guess what? Buyers want to work with people that believe in their brand. Like, I don't want to work with somebody that, you know, could potentially be gone in, in a week or two weeks or three weeks. If I'm going to buy from somebody, I'm hoping that they really love the position that they're in. And if I'm going to partner with them, I don't want to have to partner with them for three weeks, have somebody else new I got to partner with now, 
Um, and then maybe six months later, I got to partner with somebody else. Like when you engage with an organization, yes, you're buying the brand, but you're also buying the people that are the tip of spear that you're partnering with. I want to know that that person has pride in the brand, rocks the brand, believes in that brand. And man, if they're not wearing it or using it on some sort of hard good, what does that tell me? Right. So check, you know, you got logos all around. I'll show you my Tumblr, man. This thing's always with me. Every time I go to the, you know, football practice or baseball practice, I'm rocking this thing. And, you know, whether it's uh, coffee or water or some sort of juice that's in there, I'm always getting comments like right solution, right place, right time. By the way, club colors, brand promise. What does that mean? Oh, well, let me tell you what that means. Well, the right solution is that we advise clients on promotional products and branded apparel. The right place is we understand that if you if you purchase a product from us and we send it to the wrong address or we send it to the wrong event or we send it to the wrong location or the wrong person, that doesn't do much for you, right? And the last thing is right time. We understand it's an event-driven industry, right? You're going to hand out promotional products because it's trying to drive an initiative at an event. So our brand promise is right solution, right place, right time. Says it right there. That's how I know it. Club colors, right? So I'm always rocking this thing. It's always with me. Um, I think I think I should probably wash it. I don't even wash the dang thing. I love it so much. It's always in the grip. It's got the Kung Fu grip, right? This is premium stuff. The next thing is build and schedule repeatable promotional and branded apparel programs. Okay, so here's what I mean by that. So if you're an HR manager or you're a marketing person, right? So you've got like an event coming up. The event's in three weeks. You know, somebody says, well, what are we doing to really make this event stand out? And you go, oh, shoot, I should probably order something, right? So now all of a sudden you got to get creative. You got to figure out who to contact. You got to figure out what to order. You got to figure out whether or not that thing that you want to order can get turned around fast enough to be there in time for the event. It's daunting. By the way, it's not part of your job description. Your job description was, you know, to create demand, create lead gen, to recruit, to uh, build culture, whatever, whatever that might be. And now, you know, to, in order to support that, to create adoption of that initiative and that message, you're looking for some sort of promotional product or branded apparel to kind of, you know, solidify that message and, and drive it home. Well, you run out of time and it gets daunting to have to think of something new all the time, over and over and over, last minute, last minute. Nobody likes that last minute thing, right? Don't, don't you like to be prepared? So think about it this way. What if you worked with an organization where you mapped out your event calendar months, if not a year in advance? You guys in marketing, of course, you know what your events are going to be. But you also know through Q1, Q2, Q3, Q4, where the company typically is, right? So you might have an SKO uh, to launch a new initiative and new commission structure, commission plan, or new deliverable, new product out to clients, you're getting your sales team rallied. Maybe, uh, you know, Q2, after evaluating the numbers, you're going to put some sort of uh, campaign in place to, to drive more external awareness and more messaging, and you need people to rally around that. We know how it goes. Q1, Q2, Q3, Q4, four. each industry is different, uh, but we pretty much know as managers and executives what we're trying to drive home. Why not create a program that is repeatable year after year after year where, for instance, it could be like a T-shirt program. So CEOs typically will launch a new brand vision, a new brand message. Well, a great way to build camaraderie adoption of that 
and repetitious messaging so that it's solidified is to put that message onto a T-shirt or onto some sort of product so that it's always visible, right? And, and it's, it's being worn. It's being seen. It's being discussed. It's being reminded. It's repetitive. It becomes habitual. Well, what, what's a great way to do that, man? Put it on a wearable. Put it on something that, and by the way, folks are working remote now. Uh, you know, some folks are doing the hybrid thing. We've got some companies like us that are back full because we love each other and we like our culture and we want to be around each other and it just makes for a better collaborative space. But every brand is different. But how cool is it when, you know, organizations have kind of stripped down that, that um, you know, corporate uh, apparel type of feel. It's more business casual. And some organizations like, yeah, man, do your job, wear jeans, wear a t-shirt, whatever. Well, I don't want them wearing some t-shirt that's going to be, you know, controversial. When I can have them wearing a t-shirt that looks cool, feels cool, that's got the CEO's brand vision on it. That essentially now when I'm wearing that person next to me sees that and now it's solidified. Oh, that looks good on you. Hey, that's cool. Cool message, right? Now that message is subliminally being driven home. Well, what if 20 people out of 150 in that office chose to wear that during that week? Look at all those brand impressions, repeatable. So what you could do is you could set up a quarterly uh, program. You know, one, one quarter, it's a T-shirt that comes out. The next quarter, um, you know, it's, it's a tumbler that comes out. The next quarter, it's, uh, you know, some sort of kit, wellness kit or whatever. Whatever the message is, but build out a program where you don't have to manage it, right? What you want to do is you want to be able to say, this is the desired outcome that I want. I need this initiative to be driven home, to maximize productivity, to create sustained growth, to drive awareness, drive attention, create more camaraderie. Our culture's dull. We got to pick it up. We need people to want to come in here and start a career with an organization. So we need to be seen. Whatever that initiative is, that business of the business of the business initiative, you can support that through promotional products uh, and logoed items that not only have your company logo, but some sort of messaging on it. What's the vision? What's the, the core values? What's the core purpose of the organization? What's the slogan? What's the brand promise? What's the rallying cry? What's the tradition? Get those things on there, right? And have folks uh, walking around the office reminding each other subliminally through that messaging on that apparel or on that, that Tumblr or whatever it might be. So that you as a leader are not having to constantly sound, say it and start to sound like Charlie Brown's teacher, man. Eventually, if you're always saying, hey, we got to do this, we got to do this, we got to do this, we got to do this. Eventually, people start hearing wah, 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 wah. But if you could provide that product and it's something that's worn with a sense of pride because it's pretty cool, it's premium, coming off that curated online store, then guess what? You don't have to say it as much. They see it. They feel it. Guess what? What if they all rally around it? I mean, how cool is that? So build themes. Create themes. When you have an event, when you have scheduled events, some companies have a corporate party or event, have a program for promotional products built ahead of time that's duplicatable, it's repeatable. It doesn't mean the product has to be the same. We just know that there is a technology platform where people are going to enter in their size or select or pick what they want. We understand uh, 
you know, the messaging might change. Maybe the logos change a, a bit, a, you know, if it's a customized logo for the particular event. But at the end of the day, the, the platform, the technology makes it simple and easy. Addresses are entered in because you got employees all over the country, all over the world, maybe. Um, and, you know, people wear all different types of sizes. I'm sorry, but uh, I'm sure there are people who don't like to announce out loud, you know, like uh, to the HR manager coming around, like, what size shirt do you wear? Uh, well, uh, we had a few too many carbs last week, so I'm now an XL. Uh, should be a large, right? That's an uncomfortable conversation. So there are platforms you can put in, enter in the data, stores all the data. Um, as employees uh, come and go, which happens, that platform can be uh, updated through your staff. Boom, it's sent off to the organization that you're working with. And uh, then you can get with creative, determine what the product is, determine what the logo, the decoration is, get it approved. And now you're not having to wait last minute. You've got the organization driving you and reminding you so that it saves you time, energy, and you can count on and feel secure that we're going to have this weeks ahead of time. In the Club is powered by Club Colors. Club Colors is the premium marketing solution for all branded apparel and promotional products utilized to drive your brand awareness and brand success. From concept to doorstep, Club Colors can source over 9 million different product solutions, decorate your logo, create custom kitting solutions, manage all logistics, and build, manage, and curate your company online store. The full, comprehensive, all-in-one solution for your brand. Our brand promise is right solution, right place, right time. Allow Club Colors to create an inspiring brand experience for you and your team. Check us out at www.clubcolors.com. There's other things to think about, like um, how to drive the brand, team building, um, how to create more adoption, uh, and how to build out culture, right? Get everybody to be themselves, right? To be authentic. Um, in their own skin, feel included, right? It's all about diverse inclusion within in organizations. But there's also it's a team, man. It's a team. So you look, you look at like a professional team, right? I'm a Chicago Bears fan. God, it's painful. But if you look at the players on the Bears, man, they all rock their uniform a different way. Some like the sleeves kind of tucked up. The uniform is the same uniform. They can wear it different. Baseball might be a great example, too. Like, you know, some baseball players like the the baseball pants up around the knees with the stirrups, right? Some like it all the way down where they literally, like, take the bottom part and attach it to their cleat. Some people, no shirt underneath their jersey. Some, you know, multiple T-shirts, right? It's all on brand. It's meeting the colors. It's got the right logos. And they're all feeling... Like they're part of something. They're all repping that brand, man. They're brand champions. They're doing their job. But they also get to do it within their own skin, within their own style. And, um, you know, creating a program uh, that is consistent and going allows you to not have to worry about those types of things as much, right? You can not worry about the technology. You don't have to worry about making sure that um, you get it on time. You really can simplify down to, what is the initiative? What's the message? How are we trying to drive adoption of that? How is that going to impact the organization? And how do we get that in their hands? Stop doing that on your own. 
Get an organization that could do the holistic approach and handle all of that for you. So again, programs, think programs. Think about quarterly programs, yearly programs, t-shirt program. Um, you know, maybe you've got some sort of greater purpose, sustainability quarter. This is the quarter where we're all about pushing sustainability. This is the quarter where we're all about pushing, um, you know, inclusion. This is the quarter where we're all about pushing USA made. Uh, whatever that might be, you can essentially pre-plan that, set up a program, and then make sure that the messaging is consistent with the initiative that your leaders want to drive home consistent with the brand vision to achieve greater results. So that's one and two. Uh, and I got to tell you, those that do this, I know we do it here and it's a blast. Like we've got slogans and things that we say here. There's a way that we communicate. In fact, when we start employees off at the organization, uh, the first couple of days that they're here, we do a lot of culture training because we want them to feel the culture, but we also want them to add to the culture. In order to add to the culture, they got to know how we speak, the language we speak, the slogans, the mindset, the belief, all those different things. So we provide a lot of uh, product and a lot of apparel and a lot of signage and um, uh, internal branding, like spatial branding on the wall that when, they, when they're on the phone standing up and they look to the right, they see a message that inspires them. They look to the left, they see a reminder of a core value. They look straight ahead, they see you know some sort of initiative that we're running. Right. So it's always visible. That way, the managers are not always having to say it. So you can create programs that do that. Third thing is, gosh, companies, I cannot express to you how important this is. Like when you hire a new employee, they are a cost until they're not. Right. So you're paying them to be trained, to get up to speed. And let's face it, they're not going to get to 120% of productivity in the first three days they're there. They're a cost. Now, that's a, a bet you're willing to make because you believe in them and you believe they're eventually going to get to a point of profitability. That's why we hire uh, people. Is we want them to drive the brand, drive their role, and ultimately excel, which impacts the, the value of the organization, the profitability, cash flow, all those different things. So. If, they're, if we know that they're a cost until they're not, what's the goal? The goal is to get them to not be a cost as quickly as possible. How do you do that? Well, it's to grab their attention as quickly as possible so they pay more attention, so they're more inspired, so they're more bought in, so they adopt the culture and the initiatives and everything that the organization has to offer right off the bat, right? So how do you do that? Well, a welcome kit. Like, if you're not doing a multi-level welcome kit. When I say multi-level, here's what I mean. What I mean is more than likely the majority of the hires that you are going to have are going to be entry level, all right? Uh, or they're going to be at a level based on, um, you know, the value of that particular role. Um, they're going to be, it's it's likely that the, the lower, the lower, um, uh, labor cost roles are probably going to turn over more often. That just tends to be the case, right? So you might want to have multi-level welcome kits, entry level uh, or a lower income level in, in the role. Perhaps it's um, at a different price point than 
the C, the C level or the CMO that you brought in. You might want to have that be a little bit more premium um, just based on demographics, right? Something to consider. You know, some organizations will give um, a welcome kit that's standardized. Every employee gets the same exact thing. Um, I will tell you that I personally believe that it's a little bit better when it's kind of customized to, um, you know, the the level of the role within the organization. Higher the role, higher the level, perhaps the more premium uh, those products are. That's just my thought process. Not saying that you have to do that. It's my opinion. But um, I, I do believe that a welcome kit is a brilliant thing. Now, what you can do is you can set that up with an organization so that it's already uh, pre-sourced. It's already uh, done through a pre-kitting process. And it's stored at that, where, that company's warehouse. And as a new employee starts, that is sent to your brand advisor, your account manager. That goes to the warehouse. Boom. Drop shipped immediately to that employee's, that new hire's home. Now, why they're home? Well, many companies, what they're doing is they're storing these kits and they're bagging these kits. And so picture the boardroom table. I just, I feel so bad for HR managers sometimes, man. They're like, at an, they're in a boardroom and there's like, you know, 35 different sweatshirts in seven different sizes. And they've got a pile of pens and a pile of journals. And they've, you know, they've got like some drawstring bag. And, you know, the new hire sitting in the conference room, like all excited. And uh, they got to run down to the boardroom and like pack it into some bag and then and then give it to the person. Well, that first day is fairly awkward for a new hire. They're going into a new role. And now all of a sudden, you know, they're looking around. Everyone's rocking their branded stuff. And. They're the new person. It's got nothing with a logo on it until around lunchtime when they get their bag uh, that, you know, that Bob had to put together on the boardroom table from HR, right? It doesn't make much sense. There's a much more effective way of doing it. So once they sign the employee agreement, more than likely when they leave whatever their previous role is, they're probably going to enter into some sort of orientation that's a week or two weeks later. Why not have a pre-kit put together uh, that's approved by management. Once the hire is made, uh, the address is entered in, their name is entered in. Maybe they filled out a job form right with whatever size there is. Typically, people don't do apparel for welcome kits because they don't want to get into the sizing part. And they'll do promotional products. It's just easier. And uh, what if before they walked in for day one or before they went on that first virtual remote training, what if five days earlier, three days earlier, two days early, whatever it is. What if they already received their welcome kit? Like they haven't even started the role and they already feel part of the brand. How cool is that? So now when they get on that virtual call or when they come in that first day, maybe there's a note from HR saying, hey, feel free to wear this or feel free to bring this in on day one so you feel like you're part of the brand because you are and we're so excited you're here. Feel free to announce on social media that you have accepted this role and maybe create a little video content showing you in your new brand and apparel representing your new brand. Now, you've got a feeling that has been created about the brand for the new employee. The new employee is feeling like they're part of the community already. They're feeling like they're on the team. So now you're team building. 
you are driving culture into them right off the bat. We're a culture that cares. If a culture that cares, a brand that cares, shows that to an employee before they even step foot in the building, what's the employee do a little? They care a little bit more, don't they? Guess what? When somebody cares, their attention kicks in. When they pay more attention, when they pay more attention, they learn faster. When they learn faster, they implement faster. When they implement faster, they create results faster. When they create results faster, they become profitable faster. So you've now hit multiple levels. Welcome kits are where it's at. Every employee should get one. By the way, pretty cool promotion kit. People get promoted at an organization all the time. When they get promoted, typically management knows about it a few days ahead of time. They're going to get promoted right? Time it. So when they get promoted or pre-conversation, now it's been agreed upon by you and upper management discussions been made. You're going to be promoted. They're going to the new role in a week, put the order in, boom, new kit comes to them. Hey, I just got promoted. Check out this unbelievable kit that my organization just sent me. Not only do they promote me and impact my family in a positive way and put me in a position where I can impact our clients in a, in a, a fantastic way, but they also sent me this gift just to solidify in my mind that they care about me. That's just going to inspire other people. It's all the little things, right? I heard uh, a coach say um, champions do the ordinary extraordinary. Thought that was pretty cool. So brands, do you do the ordinary extraordinary? Promotional products and branded apparel is not going to save the world. Wish. (laughs) It's not going to save the world. It's not going to cure cancer. And quite honestly, it's not going to increase your sales by 50%. It's not going to help your people close better. It's not going to, you know, drive your leads by 800% in a year. It's just not happening. What it will do, though, it will help you to become extraordinary at the ordinary as it relates to branding. Become extraordinary at the ordinary. And that means all the little things. How you make somebody feel, how you compel them to adopt initiatives, how you turn them into a brand champion that tells the story and carries the torch for leadership so leadership doesn't always have to be saying it. If you have role players that are saying it, saying it more often and more effectively than management even can, and they're saying it to their peers, they're carrying that torch, man, you got a, you got a championship team. You've got a championship team. You know, Michael Jordan was amazing. He was amazing. But he also probably was one of the best coaches on the team. Now, he wasn't the coach from the standpoint of, you know, drawing up the play and that, those types of things. And, Probably not even the the coach from the standpoint of, you know, game planning. He was the coach from the standpoint of holding what the standard of performance was in the organization, setting the standard at practice and in games, becoming the ultimate brand champion for the Chicago Bulls. Chicago Bulls were a known team. When Michael Jordan joined the team, not only they win championships, but the Chicago Bulls sold more branded apparel than anybody in that time frame. 
anybody. And there's a lot of you listening to this to probably rock a pair of Air Jordans right now, even if they're golf shoes, right? Brand champion. And it's not because he could dunk from the free throw line, right? That was pretty cool. But it was what he stood for. And you want to emulate that. So if you're sending those welcome kits out, you are planting the seed right off the bat for folks to become brand champions for the organization, to get on social media and promote their personal brand with your corporate brand visible. It is helping to drive home initiatives and it's building um, an energy and um, an inertia in the organization that compels and drives and influences uh, people within the organization to adopt initiatives, adopt standards, and rise to a higher level. Can't beat that. Uh, I would highly recommend, on top of that, that you maybe create an incentive, some sort of incentive, you know, uh, for social media posts. Like, um, get your people, get your people right off the bat to become spokespeople for their role, uh, the brand that they are now representing. And a great way to do that is, you know, to provide them with a welcome kit that is really, um, you know, powerful and premium where they're really proud to wear that and talk about it on their Facebook, on their LinkedIn, on their TikTok, whatever. And what that becomes, the best recruiters for an organization are the employees that are there. The best recruiters from a messaging standpoint are the people in the first 90 days talking about what it was like to be onboarded at that organization and how it was different than any other culture that they walked into. It's great for retention. Um, and it's great for creating awareness in the recruiting field that, Hey, look, not only is a role pretty cool, but look how the company treats their people right off the bat. They want people to feel welcome. Right. Last one, and then we'll wrap this bad boy up. Last one, go premium over volume. So many companies are making decisions on promotional products with a commodity focus. We got to give somebody something. Hey, somebody, give somebody something, right? Man, it's like, you know, like when you're going to a welcome, uh, you know, like a home, home, home warming party or whatever, or, you know, you forgot to get a gift. Everyone just brings like, you know, the cheap bottle of wine from Walgreens or whatever. Like, well, we got to bring something. And if your promotional products and your branded apparel giveaways are like, well, we got to give them something. You're missing the boat. If you're giving them, if you're giving them like commodity based stuff, first off, they're not going to use it. They're not going to wear it or use it outside the four walls of the building. Probably not even going to use it internally. So you just spent money on something because you thought you had to give something away and it doesn't even get used. What's the return on investment on that? anything you just added to uh the dumpsters uh around the building right that's probably not good for society either like if you're gonna give something away have it be premium go premium over volume volume so stop looking at promo as a giveaway as a throwaway as a we gotta do something start looking at the demographics of your organization Start looking at who the social media brand champions are at your organization. Start looking at how to create feeling. Start looking at how you can build more adoption in the organization. And 
rather than giving something to everybody, maybe use it more as an incentive to give it to the people that are actually carrying the torch and speaking the brand language, carrying out the vision at a higher level, right? Everyone's got a role. They're doing their role. But you know that at your organization, there are some folks that are going above and beyond. You know, fuel them with just unbelievable premium logoed items. Have them talk about it on social. Have them talk about it internally. Have them rocking that inside the four walls, outside the four walls. And I'm telling you right now, what it'll do is create an energy and people will want to rise. People want to rise up, man. That's the whole point of the spend. It's to create demand. It's to create demand with the marketplace and to create demand with uh, potential recruits. It's to create um, an energy and a passion, a pride of brand within the organization. If you got somebody who's just got a job, you're not going to get pride of brand out of them. They just got a job. They check in, they check out. So rather than just giving them the same thing as you give the person who's got, you know, 10,000 followers on LinkedIn and is constantly singing the praises of the organization. I mean, really fuel them, rock them, outfit them, fuel them, right? And then have that part, that other person go, well, why they get that? Well, they go above and beyond, man. They're telling the brand story. So we want them to be doing that. They're influencing success at the organization. Hey, look, we're happy to provide you with premium products as well. If you do the same, right? Like, I just think that the idea of going to an event as well. Oh, I, I see trade show events and it just cracks me up. I go to the table. The table throw is the same stuff. It's boring. The promotional products are the same things on the table spread out. People working the table are almost embarrassed to give it away. You got the people that walk up and just grab stuff and put it in this, the swag grabbers, right? They just grab stuff, drop it in their bag. Like put, Put some premium stuff out there. And if you want the premium product, the premium giveaway, you got to engage with me. Not just scan the tag. Let's have a conversation. Let's set up a meeting right now, right? Like use it to influence and to create action. Um, So this all starts with really digging deep and looking at your brand and looking at what message you want to get across. And... Um, the story that you, you want your brand to tell, but moreover, what story do you want to be told about your brand? That's the question. If you're a CEO, you got pride of brand, it's your baby. Maybe you built it, maybe you inherited it. Maybe you've, you know, became part of a board, whatever. At the end of the day, your name is at the top of the mountain. If you're a CMO, you're uh, executive director of HR, executive VP of HR, your tip of spear, executive, uh, chief revenue officer, executive vice president of sales, whatever, you know, you're trying to really take the company to the next level and build value in the organization. Great way to build value in the organization is to have the people really, really be advocates and evangelists and brand champions for the organization. That's tough to, to, um, to deny when you're looking at intangible value built in an organization. It creates an energy creates awareness, creates attention. Those things all lead to opportunity. So, hey, look, thanks so much for joining us in the club powered by Club Colors. Again, my name is John Morris, Executive Director of Brand for Club Colors. Look, if you are looking for more advisement on this, we've got brand advisors that are absolutely brilliant. If you want to look at how to uh, and why to on a deeper level, we're talking about a brand review where we look at every single element of this and how to really structure your internal, external, and the fueling of personal brands, I'm a DM away, man. 
send me an email, send me a, a, a voice message on my, my LinkedIn. You can follow me on LinkedIn. Send me a note here in the comments on, on this, uh, this podcast. Thank you so much for listening, by the way. Just a crazy guy trying to tell a brand story. Thanks for tuning in. You've been in the club. Cheers. Yes, In the Club, powered by Club Colors, is proud to be sponsored by Fossa Apparel. All guests on In the Club will receive a gift from Fossa Apparel. Check them out at FossaApparel.com.